we're so worried about the one thing we don't have that we don't look at all the things, the bonus we do have in our life, right? So our focus goes off the wrong way. And when our focus goes off the wrong way, that leads us off the road, the path that we're on, right? Then we wonder why it takes us forever to come back and get back on that path. Welcome to Heinz. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Poole. And I'm On this podcast, we've hacked hundreds of entrepreneurs' hindsight to help you, the listener, with better foresight. Now, guys, if you want to know all about what we can do to help you focus on being you, head over to GetHHM.com. Keep pushing through those ups and downs that we all will have. We're still going to have amazing conversations with amazing people. Hindsight hacking boils down to amazing conversations with some amazing people. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hindsight Hacking. And today we're joined by Mr. Aaron Kimball. Now, I think this is another first, Ron, and you know I love calling out the first. Aaron, I think you're the very first person to be on our show that owns a bunch of cattle, right? And that is true. That is true. So, Aaron here, he's been working since he was 12. Knew how to work hard, owned, was owning cattle in high school, had a business, had a family, had to go get a job when his girlfriend was pregnant when he was younger. And at the end of the day, he knew he was meant for more. He knew he was on the wrong path. And so he has such a cool story that I'm going to let Aaron tell more of it. But Aaron, super, super excited to have you here. Super excited to let you tell how you've gone from owning cattle and working hard at a young age to now having real estate and business and all kinds of things that allows you to focus on what's most important, and that is faith and family. And uh, Aaron, first of all, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I appreciate y'all for having me on. I'll just make a quick laugh. It's so interesting every time I do a, a podcast and people find out about cattle, that's the first thing they want to talk about. It's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> and in my world, it's just another day. <laughs> There's nothing to it. Right, right. You know? You're like, I don't want to talk about cows anymore. No, what's what's interesting is we had such a phenomenal conversation last time we talked and was like, gosh, I wish this was the podcast. But I know, I know we'll have another great conversation. But before we get too far into it, why don't you give everybody a little bit more about your backstory like Corey alluded to? Yeah, so I'll I'll start back. So I grew up in the, in the blue collar background, kind of, if you want to say, my mom was a school teacher. My dad worked for the railroad. So you're taught to work really hard, right? Go to school, get a job, that sort of mindset. If you work really hard, you know, you're going to get everything you want. Well, that is not true. That is not true. That is the biggest lie. That's the biggest scam in the whole world. That's called the stay broke forever scam, mm-hmm. which they don't mm-hmm. teach you about in high school. They don't teach you about in college. And I'm here to tell you it's real. When I was graduating high school, I found out that my girlfriend at the time was pregnant and we were given an option of keep it or have an abortion. So we chose to keep it, get married. And you know, when you're doing that at that age, that's not going to last very long. Right. So that, that happened. And so I was, I was having to work. I had to pay for everything. So I got an opportunity because I was working in construction at that time to get back into town and to take a different job that got me in town. So when I was in town working, I had a supervisor tell me I need to go to school. And everybody's like, yes, you need to go to school. You can get a better job. You can make more money. So I spent five years of my life going to work for 10 hours a day, 
going to school twice a week for four hours. I'd leave at five o'clock in the morning, get on at midnight and do that twice a week, but go to work five to six days a week. Yes, it did get me a better job that made me more money, but it still didn't get me ahead. And I reached a certain point in my life. I was like, man, I'm done with this. And so I went back to what I knew and that was, was, was cattle. So I went back to buying and selling them because I knew I can make money doing that. Well, with anything you do, you're going to have lessons that you learn, right? And most people call them failures. I'll call them lessons learned. And through those lessons learned, you're going to learn so much. And if you'll take that and apply that moving forward, you are really going to succeed. But if you stop, that's when you failed, right? So my first couple of years and I did really, really good. And then I, I quit doing that. I still am doing cattle, but I was doing it. There's so many different sections in the cattle world. And I was trading sport, sporting cattle, which was roping cattle. So I went back to the straight buying and selling beef cattle. And that's a whole different dynamic at that. It'll make you a really smart business person or to make you broke. You got two choices. So if you really want to be really business, if you really want to be good in business, go buy and sell cattle and we'll see how smart and see if you make money or you lose money. So it's, it's really good to help you with business. So I traded over the beef side and just ran nothing but beef cattle. And my first year, two years, it was bumpy. I probably lost, I'll be honest with you, I probably lost $100,000. And if it wouldn't have been for me starting the real estate in the middle of that, I don't know what would have happened because that's when I started developing real estate. And, I, and I, me and my wife had bought some lots around from our house because we were living in a 900 square foot house. There was five of us. Yeah, five of us living in a 900 square foot house. Yeah, with another one on the way, I think. I built two duplexes and it was a half a million dollar project. At that time, everybody thought I was crazy because the little time I was in, didn't know what was going to happen five years later that we were going to double in size, right? So if you go to that small town one, I'm thinking, you know, you're crazy. I was told by many friends, like, you're crazy. It's not going to work. I'm like, oh, well, what do I got to lose? Right. Really? Right. <laughs> they going to take my 900 square foot house? <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heck, when you were sitting on the pot until I had a remodel, you could see the floor. So what did it really matter? <laughs> right. You know? Right. So, right. And at that point in time, I was like, I got nothing to lose. So me and my wife scraped up every penny we could. I, I robbed from every penny big I had, every retirement account I had, because I'm not going to go into it, but 401ks are a scam to me. And mm-hmm. so- Just had that conversation took, with my wife this morning. Sorry. Yep. Just had yep. that conversation this morning <laughs> no, with no, my no. wife. <laughs> but the good thing about it was I was able to use the 401k I had to borrow a bunch of money, money against it because the bank wanted so much money from me. I think I gave them like- $60,000 in cash, another 60 plus thousand dollars in collateral, like real estate mm-hmm. before they do the deal, like way more than the 25, 30% I should have had to put down. So anyways, we got it done, got it built, got them, put them in there. Everything works out. But the thing at the end of the day, you got to have faith. And the thing that I love about being able to do that, and, and I still growing my real estate, you know, I was building some houses is I get to teach my kids about this because at the end of the day, no one's, if someone's going to mess up my kids, it's going to be me or my wife, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to send them to a school to get them to, to screw them up where I got to come back home and fix it. Right. Because right. they never teach you anything in school about business or in college. Right. I got a college degree, a business degree. And most of my professors didn't know nothing about what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. They could tell you everything that they had been taught, but not how to apply it. Right. And I, and I don't know if y'all saw this, but this is so weird to me. So Elon Musk put this, this tweet out. I'm not a Twitter person, but I saw it a different way. 
<laughs> that how is it that you can get a hundred thousand dollar loan to go to college to teach you nothing? You can't really get a ten thousand dollar business loan. Now is that right. not dumb? It's dumb. It's, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. And they're giving it to people that have no clue how they're going to pay it back. Right. Every college loan, there's no clue how you're going to pay it back because you haven't graduated. You haven't finalized the job. You haven't finalized anything. You just have yeah. now a hundred thousand in debt. Yeah. Yeah. No, my, my yeah. wife, we literally just paid off all of her student loans. She graduated a while ago, sociology and psychology. And guess what? Doesn't use it. Doesn't use any mm-hmm. of them. Super the smartest person I know, but she doesn't use that here's the cool thing that i think about now that i didn't even know about this whole world and and we may get into this a little bit longer but how to actually gain knowledge that you need in in this world like i grew up in a way that i didn't even know this whole other world existed in life Mm -hmm. heck i didn't know who jim jim rohn was until about four months ago like that those people weren't like in our household like you didn't listen to those type of people you just didn't think that way you just went to school and worked really hard like that's what Mm -hmm. you did Mm -hmm. you know but here, but it, but the way they got it so screwed up and in our system, you watch your parents and they and they're struggling still when they're retired. That's just not what I wanted to do in life. Mm-hmm. Like money is great, money makes things easier, but money doesn't control me. My my time, my time with my family is what I'm looking for, right? And that's the most important thing to me. And I think anybody out there that is wanting to have their time back, they need to figure out how to serve others and help others to get their time back. Because at the end of the day. We're taught to value our time less. So we work for a smaller dollar amount. We work for a whole life, giving a whole lot of our time away for a few dollars. And I wonder why we're still broke. You know? Truth. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming on. We appreciate yeah. it. That was a mic drop right there. Um, <laughs> all right, Aaron. So, you know, if, if anybody goes to your website, theaaronkimble.com, they can, they can read your bio. They can see that story that, that you just kind of led people through. But there's one statement in there. One, I love that you had the foresight to actually build the duplexes, even when people told you you're crazy. So I'd love to get more into that. But, but right now, my first question, it's you had everything going on. And then you started asking yourself, what are you doing? You have the material things. What are you doing? You, you were... Do uh, let's say you put it as you built the legacy of materialistic items, right? Mm-hmm. And and then you know something happened uh, to your your uh, your daughter, I believe it was that she yes. was sick, almost passed away, and and then you changed your focus. You put your faith first, then your family, and all, both of those over money. And 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 Ron and I do a lot of things where we want people to get their message out. But it's not about the money, right? Like it, money comes, money comes when you do things for the right reasons. And you really changed your life around. And I assume things are so much better because of it. And so I'd love to, if you could just go into that story a little bit that really set you on that different path. Yeah. So when you're trying to build things and trying to create your legacy first, besides try to put your legacy last, you end up working all day, all night, and you wonder who your wife is, wonder who your kids are. Well, when certain events happen in your life, they will make that refocus or you got a choice or it will refocus you. It's like I say, you're either going to manage life or it's going to manage you. Right. Like it, it managed me at that point in time, because when that happened, so it'd be three years ago, this last October, our daughter got sick. And within 24 hours, she went from being sick to going flatlining in the operating room for five minutes. And 
that really changed our life. Like totally. Like we started all then walking by faith. Like we were searching, but that really, really like took us down because we didn't know what was going to happen because both of her lungs collapsed. Right. So when they came out of the operating room and told us that she just flatlined, they'd got her back. They needed to do this procedure, but she was going to go on this machine called the ECMO machine that was going to take her blood out and put oxygen back in it, take the carbon dioxide out, you know, take the place of her lungs. Mm-hmm. They said, we don't know if it's going to work or not. It's amazing how, when you have faith, you put all your faith into something, how things can go for the good. It may not seem like it at first, mm-hmm. but if you stay with it, it will be okay at the end of the day. Right? Yeah. So less than a month, well, and a month later, we're walking out of the hospital with a totally healed daughter, total miracle, all the doctors, as we're going through all the final steps to leave, they all tell us, well, I was in the room when it happened. She's a miracle from God. Now, when you got doctors telling you that, that's, yeah. that's when you know it's real, right? That's when you yeah. know it's real, real. And just like that whole scene just did not seem real, right? We go from the worst thing in the world to like the best thing in the world. So it redraws your focus, right? And shows you what you should be focusing on. Because without faith, you have nothing, right? Because if you're going to take a big project on or start something new, like y'all started, you got to have total faith in that because you're going to have to go through it when times are really rocky. You don't know if you're going to make it. You're wondering how you are going to make it. Everything has to be built off your faith, you know? And we're, what are we doing this for? We're doing this to have more time with our family, right? That's why almost every business started out was to give them to have more financial freedom and more time with their family. And how many of them are there? And that's what I got shown. I got shown that the hard way. So that's what I try to help us. And here's the f- cool thing about it. And Corey, that I still see it behind your, your head, that sign. And as the whole time that we were going through there, but the listeners haven't heard this, but her name is Faith. And that is the most coolest thing that, like, how ironic is that? Like, it doesn't get any more ironic than that. Right. You know, for to have to have the faith that we had for that to go through there and then for her name to be Faith. Like, that just to slap you across the face going, whoa. Right. Right. Well, so I mean, God got your attention. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll yeah, get yeah. your attention one way or another. It just depends if you're going to open your eyes and see it. You no, have dude, two try, either. Trust me. Fully understand. Like, it, literally, I was just talking to, to my pastor the other day. I was like, end of the day, you'll humble yourself to God or he'll humble you. Right? Mm-hmm. Those are your options. Those, those are your two options. Period. End of story. And it's just much easier if you humble yourself. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. You know, the one piece... You know, all of that is such a beautiful story, but the one piece that, that I love that came out of it is you want to help other men to really open their eyes and understand what's happening. Cause you know, I I've been there and I know Corey's been there. Like we, we have these stories that are just crazy that this is the best way to put it. You think if you're happy, it doesn't mean your spouse is happy. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. So, so you got to open your eyes. You got to understand, you got to work for what's most important in life. And guess what? It's not money. It's not the job. Just mm-hmm. not. And most most men think if they're working ten plus hours a day that they're getting somewhere, right? Right. And that's not true. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. They're not at all. No, because they no. don't understand the level. There's different levels of value and and how and the values that you got to bring. You know, you can't keep operating the same way year after year after year. If you do, you're gonna be. That's why you're stuck where you are, right? So we got to learn to to work in, in the different levels of value and to bring that value on up. That way you can keep taking your business to the new level. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you're going to stay where you are year after year after year. 
And the thing about it is we have been warned so long about the stay, I mean, get rich quick schemes that we won't even take a chance. Right. Like we'll go to college and we'll people send their kids to college and they'll go to college to try to learn something more, but they won't try to learn from someone else who's already been there and done that. Like how crazy is that? Like it's dumb. (laughs) But that shows you how much they had us brainwashed, right? Absolutely. The last three years, as Ron and I have have been going through this journey, I I swear I've learned more Mm -hmm. during these three years than I had, you know, the previous 35 years and all the school. And and so all the stuff is in front of us that there's chances that have to be taking, but you got to take the calculated risk, right? Like you got to have, can't just do it blindly, you know, but there's, there's some, sometimes when you just got to jump and if you don't jump, then you'll never move forward. And so I would love for you, you told the 900 square foot house story, building the duplexes, people telling you you're crazy, but you saw something to which now you've more than doubled your investment money, right? Like it's, I don't know if it was each duplex or together they're, they're doubled or what that was, but like, how did you know? Again, I know we didn't fully know you had faith to do it, but just what led you to just truly take that risk? Belief, faith. I mean, I, I did my research, like you got to go into things and, and do your research, right? And and I went and did some research to know that I had the faith it would work out. But at the end of the day, I don't care what you do. When y'all jumped and, and took, you know, on what y'all are doing now, you didn't know if it would or would not work out, right? But if you know, if you go jump into it and you stay consistent and keep progressing and keep learning, eventually you're going to make it, right? Yeah. The only way you're not is, is like if you stop and not do it. But I knew that most people, most people are so brainwashed into to just going to work, they don't understand that you got to take risk in life. And the biggest risk that you will not take is the one that you should have taken, right? It's the one of, let me go try to make some extra money and let me try to do this. Because if I if I lose money, then I'm going to learn something. Well, everybody's so scared of what someone else is going to say. I don't care what anybody else is going to say. I've been talked about forever. So whatever, you know, so who cares? And you're going to die one day. Why do you want to take your dreams to the grave with you? Like, why? You're going to die one day. There's two things I can promise you. You're going to pay taxes and you're going to die. So why not take that that jump? I mean, like I said, I only had I didn't have nothing to lose. I didn't have anything at the time. I had maybe a, had more than some others, but you still got to do it. Right now we're working. I'm combining all of my debt because I see some really cool things happening in the future to be able to make some money on my real estate debt. And I'm believing there's three, three times of what I built them for, if not three and a half times. In five years, six years. Nice. Now, why not take a chance? Even yeah. if they just doubled. Yeah. I mean, who really cares? Like, right. really? You just got to do something. I mean, don't just sit back and wonder about a wonder what if, mm-hmm. because almost is the worst word you ever heard. Because mm-hmm. I almost did something. I almost made that extra money. Almost helped my family out. You know, almost. Well, mm-hmm. quit almost and, and get up and do it. Right. Because that's the only way you're going to learn anything, right? You, you can't learn by playing it safe. There's nothing in life that you're going to learn from playing it safe other than nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> get up and get in the game, you know, get up and get in the game and, and, and have, I mean, okay. So I, I, I heard this and I thought this was the best way. How many times do you hear people tell their kids not to crawl, not to walk when they're trying to walk, right? When they're right. crawling and they're, then they're starting to walk. How many parents tell your kids, don't walk, you fell down too many times? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> None. <Not> zero. <laughs> zero. Okay. But well, then we get older 
And we fall down a few times and everybody looks at us and say, well, I told you it wasn't going to work. And we just don't try it again. Right. Like, how does that make any sense? How does that make any sense? It's kind of like, well, I missed a meal and I really didn't like that today. So I'm not going to eat again. Now, how many people are <laughs> that? I mean, yeah. sometimes you got to turn off the TV and just go do something. Right. Like pick up a book. I mean, I'm a, I don't like to, I used to not like to read, but now I'm reading again and I listen while I'm out doing stuff. I listen to books all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so mm-hmm. intense into growing my mind because that's, that's the only limiting factor you have if you don't grow your mind. Right. Cause you're not going to think differently and you have to think differently if you're going to want to grow. Right. So I'm always trying to get my mind to think different ways. That way when a new, you know, something new comes up, I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm trying to figure out how to make it work, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just a simple country boy. I love it. I love it. No, it's, it's so funny going back to your 401 K conversation, like literally my wife and I this morning had this conversation and I said, why in the world would I want to keep putting into a 401k when I can get into real estate? Like one deal is going to make more than you've made in the last seven years in your 401k, like period in the story. Like that's mm-hmm. just the reality. And she goes, but I don't know anything about that. And I go, so you're just afraid to do it. I mean, that's, that's what it boils down to. Like we know people to like get involved in that. So you just got to take that, that step and understand the worst thing that can happen, and I told my wife this as well when Corey and I started this, the worst thing that can happen is I have to go get a job. That's the worst thing that yeah. can happen, you know? And then my dad, oh my gosh, he was like, so I don't think that's a good idea. You should just stay working. I go, I hate working. I'm like, I don't want it. And he goes, well, but that's what I think you should do. I go, no, that's what you did. I'm not going to do that. You know, so he'll come over. How's it going? Oh, it's going awful. I just sit in front of my TV all day, you know, just because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I love the what if statement, right? Because there's so many people, and I used to say it all the time, don't fall into the what ifs, right? Don't look back and say, what if I did this? What if I could have done this? Because sooner or later, time is the thing you can't get back. Sooner or later, the what if, there's no time to do the what if, right? And then it's a regret. So you got to practice things. You got to try things. Got to be okay to fail at things. And you just got to keep moving forward. Yeah, you just got to roll with it. It's kind of like the 401k thing compared to real estate, if you think about it. 401k, or let's say the stock market's at an all-time high, it's way, way above. Everything happens in cycles, right? Everything come, Whatever goes up must come back down, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you you don't, you leave it in there, and all of a sudden you lose half of it. Right. You know how long it's going to take you to get back that half? How long? Let's say you lose, <laughs> let's say you lose half of the, you, you lose some money in the real estate. That, that ain't no big deal because you're going to take that knowledge that you just gained. And the next time you apply it, you're going to be a whole lot smarter. Mm-hmm. So we, we need to look at those losses as us going to college. Like that's mm-hmm. the real deal, right? And then if we say, okay, well, if I'm going to pay $100,000 to go to college, why don't I pay someone like $20,000 or $30,000 to help me through this? Right. Right. Like that's been there. Done that. Yep. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, just, but, it's but just, then so many people are like, oh, I'm not going to get a coach. I'm not going to pay him 5000 or 20000 or whatever. But yeah, you pay that $100,000 college education that those teachers are just teaching the information they learned without real application, right? And versus the people that have the real application. If you want to go learn real estate, right? You're not going to learn it at school. You're going to learn it from somebody that's doing it, somebody that's actually out there. So so how big is your real estate portfolio now? Because I know that's just part of what you're you're doing. Well, I want to touch on something real fast before I go there. So just think of it this way. People won't hire a coach for their self. 
but they'll hire a coach for their kids to teach them baseball, football, cheer. I don't know. Everything else, dance. How much money they spend on that and how often those kids drop out of doing it. Right. Absolutely. Like, why don't people think like that? Like, why don't you take them think like, I know, but at some point in time, you got to stop. <laughs> got to break the cycle. Break the cycle. I'm right you got to break the cycle, right? You got to break the cycle. And, and, you, and you can't keep going around and around and around on, on, that, on that wheel like a rat and fall out dead, tired, right? right? right. You got to stop and start questioning things that you've been taught because it's probably been taught for you, for you from a reason. And I, I just had this conversation with my mom about school because my mom was a school teacher forever, right? That I said, mom, there's, there's a book called Weapons of Mass Destruction. It talks about a guy that went in to the school system because he wanted to help people. And then he found out how corrupt it was. And I said, remember when you told me you left teaching because you couldn't teach the way you wanted to no more because little gray men in the suits, then why would you want us to put our kids through that? So it's okay to question. It's okay to question. So anyways, I just had to throw that out there because People don't have a problem spending hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars teaching, getting their kids baseball, football lessons, all that good stuff, but won't teach anything on helping them get to the next level of getting their kids to a whole different place in life, right? Yep. And that just really bothers me. You can see how I just went back and just spent that much time on it. No, I, I mean, Corey and I agree 100%. Like we always say a coach needs a coach. You know, we have a coach. And, you know, we also tell people like have one coach, don't have 15 different coaches, like really have one, understand, have them teach you, implement what you've been taught. (laughs) Right. And then at some point, somebody said this, like as a coach, your student's floor is your ceiling, right? Because you're going to teach them and pour everything into them in hopes that they take off and go higher. Right. So at some point you got to find a new floor to stand on. But when you start with the coach, that's the coach you listen to. That's when you keep moving forward. Yep. And I don't know about y'all, but it's good if you're going to be a coach to have a coach, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, if you if you, you, you need. Yeah. Corey and I are that would coaches. Be like, so if you don't have a coach, you're in trouble. Do not ever hire a coach yep. that doesn't have a coach, period, end story. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. I was about to say that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. It's- Exactly. It's so funny when, when we were starting down this path, it was, that's just like you're talking about, like forever, I, my son's in baseball and I shout out, sold out thousands of dollars every year for that. And, but the first time Ron and I were like, we need the coach. And then our spouse was like, you need a what? what yeah. are you gonna I don't think you need a coach. Why do you need a coach? <laughs> yeah, it was, It's so funny. But then we quickly learned to not have too many because we were right. getting pulled in a few different directions at first. And we're like, okay, now just one voice, one voice. So keep us alive. But yeah. So speaking of coaching, you do a little coaching. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Tell us about, I mean, it's, what is it? Faith, family, business, legacy. Is that what the. Yeah. Those are the core values. values. It's, it's, it's called family business men. That's what the group's called. Family business men. The four core values are faith first, family second, business third, legacy fourth. And I really, really like to help the blue collar men that are in business, take their business from where they are to where they're wanting to go with it. Right. And to grow it. And that's the really fun part because they're really hardworking people. All they got to do is start tweaking their mind, which is hard to do sometimes. I'm not going to lie. But once you start tweaking that mind and they start thinking things in a different light, and then they start realizing that they don't have any limitations. They've been putting all these limitations on themselves that they start going, holy cow, this is a big world. All I got to do is these little things here, tweak some here, do this here. 
and, and understand value and how to apply value to my business and how I bring that value to my customers. And that's worth a lot more than what I am now. Yes. This is how, this is what it looks like. And this is what we're going to do, you know, which here's the thing. You got to have an open mind coming into it because if you don't have an open mind coming into it, then they won't do it anyways. And though, and the way you get people to pay attention is for make people to pay. Like I'm cool with giving advice away because I know no one's going to do nothing with it for free. True. Like it's not going to happen. The only way people pay attention is to pay, right? Mm-hmm. Pay to play. And you, yeah, you, you get to someone's heart to from their pocketbook, right? And if people will get over the price of something, then they start looking at the value. And value is so much more important than price. Because I heard this, and I can't remember who told it to me. It says, um, poor people know the price of everything and the value of nothing. And wealthy people know the value of everything and the price of nothing. Those are huge, two huge drastic you know, thought processes, right? Mm-hmm. But how real is that? How real and honest is that? And, and if you start thinking that way and you start thinking in value and how you can really start helping people, your life and business will change for the good, I promise. Like, just get out of your own way. And, and I'm going to throw this in there. And I don't know if y'all watch this movie or not, but the movie you've chosen, I think it's in season one or the first part of season two, Nicodemus is talking to one of the Pharisees and the Pharisees quoting him scriptures back to Nicodemus. And he goes, Nicodemus told him so. You're putting God in a box only in that book, only in, the, in that book that you're reading the Torah, that he can't do anything other than what's in there. But think about what we do. We put God in a box with us, mm-hmm. right? Every day. And that we can't do nothing other than that. And that's such the biggest lie. So yeah. I always tell people, pull, pull God out of the box, pull yourself out of the box with him. And you would be surprised at what you could do. Yeah, you're going to have some bumps along the road, but it's going to be all right in that day. What doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. And most of the time we walk by sight, but not, and not by faith. And that's why to me, faith is so important because you have to learn how to walk by faith and not by sight because your sight will lead you the wrong way. And he can do abundantly, measurably more than you can imagine, right? Or you could ask for it. That's the truth. That's just the truth. Yeah. I mean, all you got to do is look up the first, you know, look in Genesis where he puts them in a garden with everything that they want, right? Yep. And gives them everything they want except one tree. Yeah. One gotta tree. Have that one tree. <laughs> right? Yeah. But if you look at it, we stay so focused on that one tree we don't have. We don't look at all the things we do have. And that's in our life, even to now. Mm-hmm. Like we're so worried about the one thing we don't have that we don't look at all the things, the abundance we do have in our life. Right? So our focus mm-hmm. goes off the wrong way. And when our focus goes off the wrong way, that leads us off the road, the path that we're on. Right? Then we wonder why it takes us forever to come back and get back on that path. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, it's so true. lose focus. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's it's the the lie of the enemy to pull you away, right? And the complacency, right? It's very easy to be complacent and you know, the little it's okay, it's okay, everything's fine, it's okay, everything's fine until it blows up and then he's like, Ah, gotcha, right? And and that's what yeah. that's what you just have to be aware. You have to be aware. And you know, so I've been reading Ephesians six eleven like every single day. It's the you know, armor of God, just putting it on daily. Like all of it, it says, put on all the armor every day to protect mm-hmm. yourself from all the schemes. End of story, right? And it's it's something that I've read every single day, and it's it's been super helpful for me, right? Because it's very interesting all the little little lies that we believe that we feel we're telling ourselves. Oh yeah, I always say we're either our greatest asset or our worst liability. Like you have mm-hmm. a choice. Yep. 
And and at the end of the day, you're either going to be your best asset or be your worst liability. So you so you actually get to make that choice. No one gets to make that choice for you. You get to make that choice for yourself. Mm-hmm. We can't wait to go not look in the mirror and look and point somebody else. When all the problems that we have are the ones when we go look in the mirror and go brush our teeth or shave or whatever you do, it's you. It ain't nobody else but you. Yeah. Every problem that's been created, you probably had a good hand at it. Yeah. <laughs> It's, you it's so funny. I mean, Ron and I, we talk about like our team and stuff and it's like, okay, first question, it's not, why didn't they understand it? It's what did I say? How did I teach it that they didn't understand it? Right. It's let's look in that mirror first. Mm-hmm. What to, did we do to make him think that's what we wanted? <laughs> it's really that simple. What did we do? How did that happen? All right. So you, when, when you first start talking about your, your business and your coaching and, and you Right off, you mentioned exactly who you would like to help, right? Like you want to serve those those people, those blue collar men and help them with their faith, family, first and then second, business third, and realign and go do that little shift. Like that is one thing that is so tough that some that people sometimes they never can identify exactly who they help or they just take forever to do that. And and so, you know, just kind of in hindsight, like what what led you to truly knowing? Like, I, I understand how quickly, or not how quickly, but I understand that faith was that first thing that you're going to teach. But then the, as you started at that path, you understood who you wanted to teach that to. So just if you could share how, how you figured out and identified exactly who you were trying to, to serve on that. I don't know. You're going to have to ask God. I mean, that's an honest answer. That works. Yes, true. True. I mean, it has evolved over time of of getting shown different things through this journey. But the real answer is, I don't know. Right. Right. I guess the little bit of the answer that would go back and answer that is, so when the propodemic pandemic happened and we all got told to stay home, right? You you heard about all the divorces, all the domestic violence going up, right? Because most of the time, men do not deal with their problems. They run from their problems, right? Mm -hmm. So it started from that and just has kept evolving. And that's kind of where we are today, because what my offer is, is I help Christian blue collar businessmen overcome fear to grow their business without losing their faith or their family, you know, because that's what everybody wants to do is grow their business. Right. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people will do it at the sacrifice of losing their faith and their family. Well, there's ways to do it if if you keep your core values in line, you know, but that's I don't know. I've been on one heck of a journey last couple of years. I was cool doing real estate and cattle. And God said, no, you ain't doing just that. Yeah. No, it's it's amazing how. He will, he will push and pull until you're doing what you're called to do. And then once you do oh, what yeah. you're called to do, it explodes. Yeah. It's been an interesting journey because I ain't gonna lie, I fought it for a while because the last thing I would do was want to get in the front of this little thing in front of me is a call to camera. <laughs> <laughs> like so so what if what have you like I know the journey's been crazy. You were you were called to to go serve and and truly help others that were down that journey. And it's so funny, you know, Ron and I, we, we struggled with who we were going to serve for a long time. That's kind of why I brought it up because like, you just had that nailed down. And, and I just remember at first we were like, we just want to serve everyone because you know, we can. And, but you're just so like, no, I'm, I'm going through and I'm, I'm helping these men that kind of almost had somewhat of a similar journey, but most likely were never had the courage to take the risk like you did. Right. They didn't have the faith mm. to take the leap like you did. And so if they had somebody like you that has shown the way, then hopefully, you know, others can, can go down that path. So 
It's, it's fascinating to me, that answer of yours about who you serve. Just there's so many people that struggle with it, and I, including Ron and I. And then it turned out at the end of the day, like Ron and I, we wanted to serve ourselves from like a year ago or two years ago, right? And, you know, that's, it's just it's funny how that, how that ended up. So that, that's why I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, no, it's cool. And, and, it, and it's fun to help people like that. And I love to help those type of men because that's kind of like all of our background, I would, get, I would assume, hearing what, what, what your dad said, Ron. You know, my dad has said some similar things to me, and it's like, okay, you stay you, and I'll be me, and we'll be on a better day. But when you start to think differently, here's the thing that I, I see about it for men, and I'm going to speak directly to the men right now, is when you're starting to think differently and know you need that help, and you go back to your wife, and you tell her that you're going to do something like this, her probably first answer is going to say, you're crazy, and you're not doing it. But here's the deal, and I'm going to be totally honest with you. I have never asked my wife for permission. Never. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never. Like I love my wife. I will do things for her. She thinks I'm crazy sometimes, but I will, I will take care of them no matter what, but I'm not asking for permission. Like quit asking for permission. If you're doing things for the right reasons, quit asking for permission. Cause if you're in a good relationship, your wife should respect you and, and know that you're doing it for the right reasons. So don't worry about that. Like if she gets mad, she gets mad. She'll learn in time. I'll, I can just say this, just pray and God will end up touching her heart. It may take six months. It may take a year. I don't know, but just don't do it just because someone else is. Because if you think about it, the devil worked through Eve to get to Adam, right? So I'm not saying that's always the case. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't turn another way. Right, but right. what I'm saying is, is you never know. And if you know you're doing the right thing and you're being led the right way, don't be scared. Just jump and go. Mm-hmm. 100%. Hundred percent. Oh my no, gosh, that will probably make a lot of people ha- mad. But I'm just going to tell the truth. Like it's the truth. It, it is the truth. Hundred percent. You know that you want support. You don't need permission, but support's important. And I know there's people out there like, oh my gosh, I want to get involved with him. I want to connect. How can they connect with you? What's the best way to get involved? What do you got going on right now that people can get into? Especially, you know, for your core audience, how do they get involved? With there's so I'm on, you can go to theaaronkimball.com and, and you can contact me that way, or you can go to um, Facebook and look me up, Aaron Kimball, or Instagram, Aaron Kimball Official. Send me a DM if, if you're interested. And we're doing some free webinars to try to get, you know, pulling more people in because so people are so worried about scams out there and it gives them a snapshot of, of what they could see. So we got a lot of things going on right now. And if you're, if you did not like the way 2021 is, and if you're not changing, 2022 is going to look just like that. So you have a choice. What do you want to do? Don't make 2022 look like 2021. I, I saw a meme the other day that said, and it was it was funny, but it's true. 2022 is starting out for this person, like the ex-boyfriend that keeps coming back that you're going to believe. <laughs> is going to stop doing what they said they were going to do, right? I and mean, it's uh-huh. like, wow, no, like, Grant, 2020 was super long. 2021, I don't even remember, really. It was super no. weird. And now it's 2022. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, we're still talking about stuff that was in 2020. Like, it's three years. Three years. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, the definition yeah. of standing, right? Expecting a different result, doing the same thing. So it's time. Yeah. It's time to make a change. Anybody can head over to the Aaron Kimball.com. And guess what, everyone? The 
link will be in the show notes as well. So make it easy for you. His Facebook look link will also be there to make it easy for you. And just, you know, something that you said that I want to touch on before we head out, you don't have to ask permission, but you also said like, if you have a good relationship, right? And so just to expand on that, if you are having good communication in your relationship, if you are there supporting each other, both uh, on both ends, right? Like if you're there, it's as a partnership, you never need permission because it's mm-hmm. just, you just go and work together to get things done and, and you know what each other needs out of the relationship. So like, I, I just, I think people should appreciate that because the other piece that you said was about having that good relationship. And so, yes, anybody that's out there just asking for permission, most likely take a look at the relationship first, because that might need a little some extra uh, love and attention at that point. Yeah, most definitely. It, it, you got to support each other. I mean, you all think we're, we can all think we're crazy, but I don't know what God's telling you. I don't know what God's telling my wife. I only know what he's telling me, right? Mm-hmm. So if he's working on your spouse, like don't try to second guess it. Right. And maybe because he's trying to work you on in a different direction. Like, don't second guess. Don't think that it's all bad because at the end of the day, if you lose money, you're going to lose anyways when you die. So don't worry about it. Right. Right. So just just take that leap of faith. Everything you you're going to gain knowledge or money, one of the two, both ways you win. So never be scared to take that step. Take that leap. Have fun while you're doing it. Enjoy it and enjoy the ride. Yeah, because it's a short one, right? We just talked about how fast we went from 2020 to 2022, mm-hmm. right? Before long, you're going to be looking at another two years, another three mm-hmm. years, another five mm-hmm. years. Yeah, Why exactly. wait? Exactly. And you know? at the end of the day, it's it's God's money, right? It's God's money. You know. Exactly. <laughs> at the end of the day, is it's not even your money. So relax. Just steward it. Exactly. Do the right thing. Make sure you know where things are coming. Oh my gosh. I have enjoyed today. Thank you so much for coming. Why don't you give everybody one last, I know it's going to be in the show notes, but one last time, tell them, tell them the best place to get a hold of you. You can hit me up on DM zone at Aaron Kimball official on Instagram, Aaron Kimball and Facebook and the Aaron Kimball.com. Those are three ways you can get a hold of me. I'll be more happy to talk to you and help you out and uh, help you reach the dreams that you want to reach. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Aaron. Have a good one. Thanks, Aaron. Welcome. Thanks. All right, Ron. Another good conversation. Another fun episode. And I assume some more takeaways. So many. I got I got so many. Like, how about this one's the most important? Time is greater than money. Time is greater than money. You can always make more money. It's funny because because my wife was just saying, you just don't value money. You're right. I value my time. <laughs> you know, I can't get that back. And and it's important how we use our time. And that's a lesson that I'm, I've been learning and understanding. But that that's one. The other is legacy. Legacy. You are building a legacy currently right now. You just have to look in the mirror and understanding what you're building. Right? Sometimes it's the right legacy and sometimes it's not the right legacy. But guess what? There's always time to change it. But you got to start. You got to start it now. Build the legacy that you're pouring into other people and you're pouring into your family. And guess what? That's the legacy you're called to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it it got on the conversation of, of don't, you know, don't make 2022 the same as 2021 or 2020. Right. One thing that Aaron was talking about that just 
kind of hit me, you know, and we had the conversation like, don't, sometimes you have to jump, right? Like sometimes you just have to have the faith, but it's not blind faith, right? And so, and so Aaron talked about, he did the research, but he had the faith, then he jumped and then he was consistent. Then he was progressing. And then guess what? You're going to make it right. So research, have the faith to make the leap, right? We had to have the faith to make the leap to do what we do now. And and then you can, after you jump, you've just got to remain consistent. And if you're doing things for the right reasons, the right way, then you're going to make it. And and if you believe that and you keep working towards that, like the good things will happen. And so uh, I love when, when someone else reaffirms things that we've been talking about for a long time. Absolutely. I love it. Go break the cycle. Go start something new today. Did you know that Hindsight Hacking Media Agency, we do all things podcast from launch. If you're already doing 10,000 downloads in a week, we handle everything. All you have to do, record it and forget it. Guys, if you're launching a podcast, get with these guys. I could not honestly hit the charts without them. I'm not getting paid for this, but working with both of you, the professionalism and the system that you guys had to launch the podcast, you guys killed it. We want to help the impactors create an impact by just letting you be you and not worry about all this other crazy stuff. Connect with us. All the links will be in the show notes. See you next time. Go create an impact.